I mean, it, I think that's interesting too. How, you know, it's such, it like like food in general, like your mom's dish. You mm-hmm. know, the beef stroganoff. It's one of those things where like food and as well as coffee, as well as like you said, you're into beer, of course. Yeah. But you can like remember one specific dish or mm-hmm. one specific cup of coffee mm-hmm. and it has that effect on you where mm-hmm. you can be like that was by far like one of my yeah. favorite cups of coffee yeah you know and i think that's crazy and you still remember like the taste oh yeah you still remember that moment and i yeah. think that's that's like how powerful like really like coffee is yeah. you know because it's such like a full mm. you know sensory overload experience when you finally yeah. hit that wow like that wow moment you know what i'm saying yeah and i would say too so like obviously now we're really kind of diving deep into your whole career into coffee Mm -hmm. you know and now this is like this really the starting point of where leading up to where you are at like right now yeah right so you're going all to all these coffee shops you're seeing all these different experiences Mm -hmm. i would say what about um and this is something too, like when you, rom- did you like romanticize it at all? Like coffee, being in the coffee industry before going a, into it. Okay. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I, I think I did honestly, because I thought it was so cool. The fact yeah. that, that like I would, I would just basically go up there almost kind of like a rep being like, Oh, we're searching out to find, you know, a new place yeah. or a new, new provider. And all of a sudden, like, people were just, like, giving me things. Yeah. They're like... <laughs> That's a nice yeah. feeling, like, samples. Like, yeah, 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 come in here. Oh, man, that day, dude. Yeah. I was... That Jittery, was, man. I was, like, if you could get high off coffee, I was, like, stoned <laughs> off coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I came back with so many bags of coffee. Yeah. And I just remember being, like, cloud nine. Yeah. Like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but that's so. I I think what's interesting too is like. You, were you at, when you were at Starbucks? Did you start romanticizing about coffee, or before Starbucks you started romanticizing, or is it really like this moment? When I say romanticizing, yeah. it's like, your I would say this. What were your preconceptions mm-hmm. about the difference between being a Starbucks barista mm-hmm. and like? specialty coffee because like i would say aosa was like for sure specialty coffee mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. they're trying to differentiate themselves from a starbucks clearly yeah. especially mike at that time like yes really try to make a stance mm-hmm. we're different than a starbucks we're mm-hmm. different than the starbucks around the corner from us yeah. you know so what were your preconceptions about specialty coffee before you even totally. got into it totally yeah i think a lot of it was mostly like when I started working at Eosa. Yeah. Because again, I didn't know too much about coffee. Mm-hmm. But it was when I started going to these specialty coffees. Yeah. And I started learning that I know nothing. Yeah. And then I, because I, I could be, I'm definitely, I lean a little bit more on the introverted side. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to some, when it came to some of the coffee shops that I went to, mm-hmm. um, ritual. Yeah. I was, I was honestly like nervous to go up and like ask questions to them. Yeah. Um, because I felt like I didn't know anything and I felt like, 
oh snap like I kind of like I got I remember like having yeah an experience uh, when I went up to Ritual to try to you know yeah see what they're about and try their coffee and uh, I just remember not having the best experience interesting interesting and it's just yeah. because and I and it felt like it was because of a lack of knowledge that I had or it was because that you know they were just over me yeah in a sense um, you felt almost like an inferior yeah. like you just felt inferior yeah. to their knowledge yeah. about coffee yeah okay and, and yeah go ahead yeah no and 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 that kind of carried through mm-hmm. into some other places where it looked like the more you know hipster-ish kind of places yeah. right mm-hmm. right I, I remember you talking about it in your first episode you know the baristas with beards and you know yeah. and, and you know <laughs> everything like that yeah and uh and so when i were to go into those places i could feel intimidated yeah because i'm like you know i'm just this little kid that just started you know looking at specialty On coffee path, and right. yeah and you know still still don't know you know how to pour a great pour over or to like you know the you know what's everything in that you need in order to make a perfect shot i'm like i don't know <laughs> and, you, and you know what's fascinating about this whole like what you're talking about right now the intimidation yeah. because now both of us having worked in coffee right mm-hmm. both of us looking at customers who we clearly can see like a form of intimidation like yes. you could tell they're just maybe an introvert introverted person Mm -hmm. or this is like their first time like we get first time people all the time like oh i've never had like coffee besides starbucks right yeah and isn't it interesting too like you can read the signs of intimidation Mm -hmm. what's your first instinct as a barista though like when you see somebody come in like you're reading signs of intimidation what do you how do you go about that oh well i make sure that i initiate the questions and and try to bring something out that maybe they're thinking about yeah um instantly i'm like you know like oh is this your first time here well welcome yeah really need them to feel like they belong here right cool you want a drink awesome what kind of drink let's start off small hot or cold do you like the flavor espresso do you do you like things more sweeter yeah you know those those questions that help them to speak what's on their mind. Yeah, like navigate, and, yeah, help navigate, them navigate, right? right. Uh, that's instantly what I go to. Yeah. And and you know it's so the reason I only bring this up yeah. is because think about your first experience, like you're intimidated with ritual, for example. Not saying the baristas at that time were bad baristas, not saying they're bad people, yeah. but no. you were intimidated and you left with a bad experience, mm-hmm. right? Did they ask you those questions? You know, I went in there and not really knowing what I wanted, wanted, and uh, and I just, yeah, I felt like I, I ordered wrong, right? <laughs> like I felt like I, and and again, I feel like it's a lot of just the things that um, I thought I knew were right, but wasn't right. Um, you know, asking for like, um, like okay, one of the things is and this isn't what i ordered but when when people have this misconception of a macchiato oh thanks Starbucks. yeah dude you know oh misconception my gosh, of a macchiato, dude right? yeah um and it's, well, we it's can that have whole kind of, episodes we can, oh, about, yeah, about but, misconceptions yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's something like that mm-hmm. where i thought i ordered something there but it wasn't right interesting um, and then when 
I asked about it, they're like, no, that's wrong. You're wrong. Interesting. <laughs> like, this yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And it just, and I think, again, my, my uh, introvertedness, I wasn't, you know, wanting to ask a lot of questions. Get that, yep. To get those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely things that I could have just been a lot more open about and curious yeah. about to allow them to explain to me and yeah. help me. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's where I feel like if I were to go back. Yeah, you obviously now, like looking back on it yet. now, you know, you, after being in the industry, after seeing, like, dude, braces again, like, are normal human beings, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm not saying there's, like, this huge, like, idea that braces are, like, these, like, out-of-world people are mm-hmm. not normal, but there's for sure a stereotype that I'm trying to, like, talk about yes. here, and that's that yeah. stereotype of us being, like, su- like kind of, like, uh, egotistical or, yeah. like, the snobbish, you know, mm-hmm. barista. I think it's fascinating, too, though, that, you know, as baristas, at least at Ayosa, we've, we try to engrave, at least, like, when I was there, it was engraved into me that... Mm-hmm you're really trying to like walk somebody through their experience here yeah especially somebody who doesn't know like too much about coffee yes and i think it's interesting how they they we're trying to educate people at the end of the day right oh, yeah yeah i think it's interesting that you yourself said i just think i had a bad experience at ritual because i didn't have enough knowledge mm-hmm. and i had a bad experience because when i asked like oh i got i think you guys made the macchiato wrong right mm-hmm. yeah you know which happens all the time yeah their path to educating people at that time because was trying to just be brunt. No, yeah. no, 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 you're wrong, right? Yeah. No, this is a traditional way. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we were to go about it at Ayosa now, you would probably walk people through, oh, well, like, I totally know what you're talking about. Like, if you're ordering at, like, other places like Starbucks and stuff, like, mm-hmm. you're not wrong in the sense that you ordered a macchiato and it was different. Yeah. However, at Ayosa, we just try to make go closer to like traditions of how macchiato is served. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, dude, a yeah. whole different route of educating people. It but it was such a learning curve for even people like like the priests at Ritual. Where yeah. I'm sure if you were to go there now, oh, and somebody yeah. was like, "Oh, I think you made this wrong," they would probably be like, "Oh, well, like let's take a step back yes. and like help you through understanding." Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's something that for me now getting into coffee for a while it's it's like what people desire yeah you know everybody has a preference for coffee yeah and and as a barista you're you're just really wanting to give that to them Mm -hmm. whatever it is yeah they could call it something else but you know they have this this thing in mind of something that they really want Mm -hmm. and uh and it's not about just like you know instilling like no you're wrong you're wrong yeah you know it's it's really trying to help guide them of what special talk specialty coffee is Mm -hmm. and and what it could still give them yeah people come in all the time for super sweet drinks or still the mentality of you know what they think uh different drinks can be and i know it's different around the world it's different in different shops yeah um but helping navigate them or even to help the barista out to just give them what they want. It's yeah. all that they really want to do. Yeah. 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 In, I think, too, it goes both ways, right? Because at the end of the day, 
like I think you're hinting at, like it's the barista's job to give the customer what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I don't want to like lead you into it, so Go I'm gonna quickly, me. I'm gonna quickly ask you a question because yeah. I asked uh, Chris McCall, I asked DM yeah. Duong, I asked Jordan uh, Rabe, but uh, when you think of the definition of a barista yeah. or a barista's purpose, like mm-hmm. if you can say it in your own words, mm-hmm. like what is that to you? What is a barista to you? Yeah. What is their purpose? So me personally, yeah, where I'm at right now, yeah. I really want to expand people's perception and mind of what coffee is. Okay. And have this broader spectrum of what they could get into. Mm -hmm. Because I have things that I have a passion for with coffee. There are things that I love, and that's something that I like to share with people. Um, And for me, being a barista, helping out a customer... I really want to help them, you know, maybe into new routes because where I'm at now, it's because I took different routes in the drinks that I ordered or trying something new, having an open-mindedness to different things. I talk to my friends all the time who, you know, have the same mentality that I had yeah. at Starbucks. It's burnt. It's gross. You know, yeah. kind of thing like that. And then I try to tell them, like, no, like, you smell like berries and cream or you taste like lemonade or like you know green tea yeah and they're just like do you add flavors to it yeah it's like that kind of thing yeah. but but really trying to help people and navigate people into enjoying an experience maybe with something new yeah in in again like i didn't lead you into it because like the last time when i asked this question like it's still it's still always based around like the customer experience type of thing where mm-hmm. you, I mean from what I got from what you said is basically like you're trying to lead the customer to what they want however like you said there's a different way of reaching what they want through specialty coffee mm-hmm. for example so like you and tell me for sure tell me if I'm getting this wrong yeah, okay. yeah cuz what I'm hearing too is like let's say a customer comes in and they want what they perceive to be a macchiato. Okay, okay yeah. similar to you when you said you do to ritual yeah. a macchiato. Your way of getting them to still a macchiato, which we now know, they're probably talking more of a latte or flat white. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like a caramel latte. Caramel yeah. latte, right? Mm-hmm. I think your way of getting them there it would be like, hey, like, um, we're still gonna give you specialty coffee grade beans we're going to give you more homemade or more you know Mm -hmm. tailored syrups that focus more on the flavor flavor of caramel Mm -hmm. rather than the sweetness Mm -hmm. right and we're going to still give you a package what they think is a macchiato which we now know as a caramel latte or caramel flat white and provide that to them and but at the same time, I would still like help them like know that there's a difference. Exactly. Yes. Once they taste it, and once they, you know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. and once you hand it off to them, being like, yeah. by the way, like, totally get what you wanted. Tell me if this is what you wanted, and like the next time you come in, we just call it something different. We call yes. it a latte based off of like traditional sizing and yeah. standards, right? Yeah. And, and I'm not gonna sit there and just lecture them oh, the whole entire time yeah. about where the macchiato came from you yeah, know yeah. why it's uh, called a mark and like yeah it's there's no reason to unless mm-hmm. they want to ask yeah 
I would love to, you know, talk about those things. But for the most part, eh. But, and I think, again, every action you make, again, like you just said, I don't want to lecture them, is having customer experience in mind. You know? And one of the things I said during the last podcast was, like, when I first got into coffee, like, when I was romanticizing about coffee before, Mm -hmm. not once did I think about the customer. (laughs) Okay. Because when I thought of coffee, I was more looking at, like, the mechanical of touching a machine, like going mm. and like working with coffee, chasing okay, all these cool. coffees, yeah. right? Type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But not once was I thinking like of all these relationships that I'm gonna form. Okay, yeah. I you get what I'm saying? That. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. not that's not something I really focused on when I think of coffee. But yeah. again, like now when you talk about the definition of like a barista, mm-hmm. you know, at the forefront of that, mm-hmm. you know, is still a form of customer experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas whereas people, you know, when they thought of specialty coffee, intimidation, you know, snobbish, mm-hmm. you know, hipsters mm-hmm. that just are more worried about maybe appearances rather than yes. the service aspect. Yeah. Where now all of mm-hmm. our focus is now on customer experience and on education. Yes. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. And again, like, it, it just... It, it changes throughout the time that I've been with specialty coffee, especially getting into roasting. That's something that has definitely like got me to have a different perspective. Oh, and whole another door is now oh, open. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's something completely new. Yeah. So, 